And we are joined at this time by State Representative Randy Fry for his weekly legislative update. And uh, good morning to you, Randy. Good morning, Tom. And this is, of course, uh, the uh, week seven of the 2022 Indiana General Assembly and uh, also the uh, second week of the second half of session. And uh, can you give us a little bit as far as uh, some of the bills that are uh, uh, coming up here uh, that uh, the legislature will be dealing with? I sure can, Tom. Uh, this is, this is as you say, week two of the second half. And uh, last week, we didn't have a lot going on on the House floor. Everything was in committee. This week, uh, things are about to change. We have 22 bills today on second reading, five bills on third reading. And uh, just a little over a week, a week from tomorrow, is the committee report deadline. So that simply means that any bill that hasn't been uh, com- cleared committee by next Tuesday at the end of the day, that particular bill itself is dead. And, uh, so things are uh, quick in a short session, and that's uh, what we're in this year. We will be done uh, by the 15th of March, probably before that. So the first bill we can talk about is uh, Senate Bill 158. As you remember, we're now in the House dealing with Senate bills. The Senate are dealing with House bills. And, and so Senate Bill 158 comes to us from Senator Kreider, and I'm the sponsor. The author is where the bill originates. The sponsor is the second House, so this is in the House, and so I'm the sponsor. It, uh, it came to us, Tom, from 911 centers. And these 911 centers are requesting uniform training across the state. And so what this bill does is that it requires, by December 31st, 2023, local 911 dispatch centers to create uh, uh, standardized training for the dispatchers and continuing education training year after year after year for these 911 uh, uh, dispatchers. If the bill came to us from the dispatchers, it's supported by them, and it can also... Expenditures can be uh, re- reimbursed from the state 911 board. Um, as you know, uh, when you dial 911, you want a competent, calm dispatcher to answer the phone to help you with whatever emergency you have. And uh, this just continues to increase the quality level of our 911 dispatchers. They do a great job. And we, uh, any of us who are coming from public safety, know how important they are. And so it's just uh, one of those things where we just want to continue uh, to improve the quality of our dispatchers. All right. And then uh, another bill, at um, Senate Bill uh, 381, uh, another bill uh, authored by uh, Senator Kreider, and uh, you're a sponsor of this as well. Yeah, Senate Bill 381 uh, is a bill that came to us from Homeland Security, Indiana Department of Homeland Security. And what it does is it establishes Indiana as a nuclear regulatory agreement state. Uh, now, what, what that means is that the Indiana Department of Homeland Security can receive and dispose of, properly dispose of, low-level radiation devices. We're not talking about nuclear power plants. We're not talking about even small cell nuclear. We're talking about medical devices, for instance, x-ray machines. Uh, currently, the U.S. Neg- nuclear Regulatory Commission has to take care of those things. A lot more difficult to deal with a federal agency and a state agency. And so... Uh, the uh, uh, Indian Department of Homeland Security is requesting that we allow them uh, to uh, become a, a uh, agency that can receive these uh, nu- small uh, nuclear devices and dispose of them. Uh, the cost should be no more, if not less, than what they're currently paying uh, the, the National Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And uh, just makes it easier for these medical uh, companies to do business here. 
And another one is uh, Senate Bill 185, and this deals with uh, newborn uh, safety devices. And, uh, you know, what are the uh, specifics of that? Well, uh, Safe Haven Baby Box, as you know, you have one at uh, Margaret Mary Hospital in Batesville. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a, a box where a mother in crisis, as a newborn, can place this baby in this safety uh, box, this Safe Haven Baby Box. It's very warm. It's comfortable. It's safe. Uh, the mother places the baby in the box, closes the door. When the baby's placed in the box, it calls 911, and 911 responds, and the baby is then taken uh, into Child Protective Services, where it's then after a period of time would be put up for adoption. There's no uh, ramifications for the mother if uh, if uh, she places her baby in there and walks away. There's no criminal charges whatsoever, nothing. Uh, no one even knows who she is, and so. Um, this uh, gives a mother in crisis pregnancy an opportunity to give her baby life and at the same time give it a chance at life where she knows, for whatever reason, she simply cannot provide for this child. So um, this is a, an option that we're giving for uh, mothers in crisis. Right. And, of course, a lot of those have uh, sprung up around the area. Of course, uh, Margaret Mary Health, as you mentioned, Randy, and also at uh, the Greensburg uh, Fire Station on Ireland Street. Uh, they uh, opened mm-hmm. one a year ago. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh-huh. something that has uh, really uh, taken flight around the state of Indiana. And uh, looks like this will uh, help enable that to uh, uh, spread its wings even further. Well, the reason for Senate Bill 185 is last year there was a conflict uh, between a couple different bills. And when those conflicts were reconciled by the staff attorneys, as with a glitch, got left in the bill. And what that does is currently, uh, as you know, last year I had a bill that allowed for volunteer fire departments to have safe haven baby boxes so long as they met certain criteria. Well, one of those criteria was they had to have a camera on the box. And uh, that's because station's not staffed 24 hours a day. Well, when it comes to a professional career station where there are people there every day, then there are um, really no need for the camera. And so, but in the current law, it requires both career and volunteer stations. And so this bill will uh, reconcile that issue, also gives additional uh, protection, uh, immunity protection from liability for emergency medical providers, emergency medical personnel, hospital staff, and others. Just trying to make sure that when this child is placed in this baby box, that it's the best option for the child. And uh, no one's a, a concerned that they might not want to host one of these because of some legal ramification. We want them to be uh, in place. There's one in, uh, also in Madison, that uh, uh, facility there in downtown Madison, and a new one is going in in the next two weeks probably at the Hanover Vulture Fire Station. So these are very popular. Uh, the baby surrendered in one in Arkansas over the weekend. All right. And uh, anything else uh, before we let you uh, get back to work? It's just going to be a busy week. I want to wish all your listeners a happy Valentine's Day. Everyone try to stay warm. Looks like it's really cold today. It's going to be pretty warm by Wednesday. So must be Indiana. But uh, just everyone uh, try to enjoy their Valentine's Day. And my condolences go out to the Bengal fans. <laughs> uh, they rooted for them right up to the end, but it just didn't work out. That's a really good football team. They're really young. I'm sure they'll be back and look forward to seeing them back in the playoffs next year. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. 
Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. 